Everybody got to go. Everybody got to go. If you are a part of the Denver Broncos organization, you need to be dismissed immediately. 70 to 20? 70 to 20. So you mean you decided to wake up on a Sunday afternoon and get drugged up and down the sideline for three hours for the tune of 70 to 20. How in the hell do you, this is not college football. Uh, Devon Atchie, he been a he been in the league a good 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 203 rushing yards. Two touchdowns. Two receiving touchdowns. Raheem Mostert. He ain't good. 82 yards. 60 receiving yards and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill. 157 passing yards and a touchdown. I'm talking about had a career day at Colorado's expense. Now, look. I know they, what they're trying to build something in Denver, but I think it's time to blow the whole damn thing up. The the Russell the Russell Wilson experience, Russ, I, he's not bad, bad, but we're seeing him and Sean Payton is not gonna work for whatever reason. It's not gonna work because they can't even they can't put points on the scoreboard either. Like he's not closing in the fourth quarter like he'd be able to used to, and we see what he is when you don't have the Legion of Boom behind him. And he don't got that that rock star show with Beast Mode with him. And you don't got Pete Carroll. So I always thought, I'm not, I'm not going to act like I thought Russell was a bad QB because I don't think he is. I don't think he ever was. But he's not able to do some of the late game heroics like he could before. And you certainly can't save the day when, you, when your defense is giving up 10 yards per play. You definitely can't do it like that. I think it's time to blow the whole thing up. The whole defense got to go. Coordinators got to go. Heads. So somebody got the answer for this. Because you don't, it's it's one thing if you lose the game. I'm not even mad that if it would have been a loss, okay, fine. Fine. You lost. You lost like 10 to 3 or 31 to 10, you know, 21, 24. Hell. You even lose 38 to 10. Fine. Because we've seen people get blitzed 40 to nothing. We saw that this year, didn't we? Okay. Fine. You lost by 50 points in the NFL where y'all getting millions of dollars. Y'all supposed to be world-class athletes, and y'all getting world-class ass whoopings. Now, I'm not an NFL athlete. I'm not saying I could have stopped them, but hell, I ain't getting paid $50 million to try to stop nobody either. I don't know how you fix it. I don't know where you start. I don't know what you do, but I do know you got the clean house because what you got ain't working. I understand the Dolphins. And that's another thing. Jalen Waddle didn't even play. The brother wasn't even there. The brother was watching the game just like most of us. They might have had 80 if Jalen played. I don't know. 
They couldn't stop nobody else. So, hell, what, why am I led to believe my fantasy football team may have had some hope if Jalen had played? But that's a whole nother subject for another day because I'm, I'm over fantasy football this year too, boo. This ain't no fantasy football podcast, so we ain't going to talk about it. Good God Almighty. But, boy, I had high hopes. But, anyway, I digress. Uh, the Dolphins are for real. They legit. And I, and I said earlier, I – I think Tyreek Hill is the best wide receiver in football. That might be a strong case to argue because I had Devontae Adams number one, but, you know, after what he did tonight, I mean, hey, he trying to take some of that claim back. But never regardless, Tyreek Hill is top one, two, three, however you feel. I understand he's the real deal. I understand they got three guys that can put 4-2 speed out there. Tyreek, 4-2. Anchi, 4-2. Jalen, the Penguin, 4-2. I get that. You got speed everywhere you turn. And then they're going to get Jalen Ramsey back at some point, and you got to shut down Corner Xavier Howard. They got a defense. I think the Dolphins happen to be the best team in the AFC. So, I, yeah, they are the real deal, and that's for real. But 70 points? It's not even about it's, – it's how you lost. Sometimes it's just how things happen. You ever hear people say, you know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's how you lost. They took y'all's soul and you let them do it. You want to talk about a change, we got – you got to change something. Wholesale changes have to be made in, in Bronco country. I'm talking about let Russ cook, let's ride. It's time to get him a horse and let him ride up out of here. And I'm not saying it's all Russell's fault. Because that's that's a collective effort. That screams to me of somebody that went out there and quit. So I don't know how you fix it. I don't know how you fix it, but clearly, like, like most things, it starts at the top. If you... And I don't think they go. It's not like they're gonna give up seventy points every week. That's I mean, obviously they are not gonna do that. But one time is enough. One time is enough. So if you a Denver fan, I mean, I I I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you have to look forward to. I I I I really and truly don't. I think it's 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 time. It's time to blow the whole thing up. Doggone it. Carolina looking for the draft. Denver, I think it's time for y'all to start looking for the draft too because I don't I, I don't think you, you fix this. This ain't something that can be fixed in a season. So we'll see what they do in the offseason. I, I, I like to try to be a ray of sunshine, a glimmer of hope, something for you to look forward to, something to hang your head on. But I don't know what you look forward to. I don't know what you have. I don't know how – I don't see where the up is in this. Now, the same cannot be said about Colorado, the Buffaloes, the college team, you know, everything everybody's been talking about. Um, I don't think they got anything to be shamed of. They they got their head beat in too, 42 to 6. Didn't give up 70 points. But I think I I, I think they're I think they're gonna be all right. Because number one, look, the Buffaloes won one game last year. Currently, they've won three games this year. They've already doubled what they've done. Colorado Buffaloes is not a Power 5 school. They ran into a buzzsaw in Oregon, who are usually in the championship mix. Usually. Usually, they fumble around Stanford. They might lose another game to USC 
or something like that. But Oregon usually fumbles somewhere during their regular season. But something they do do on a yearly basis is put up a lot of points. That's what they do. We saw them give Portland 81 week one. Then put 50 on somebody else and had like a they had they had a dog fight in Texas Tech, you know, 38-30. But you know, you you can't beat them all. But nevertheless, that's what they do is get buckets out here. Now, Colorado's defense has been suspect all year. So if you thought if you I don't know, I mean, I guess it'd been cool if they beat Oregon. It'd been cool, been something to talk about. But in reality, I don't think they ever had a chance at beating Oregon. I don't think they ever had a shot. And guess what? More to come against USC. Because if you thought you Oregon could light up a scoreboard, wait till you see what SC getting ready to do. Good God Almighty. And again, I'll be saying the same thing. No shame. It's all right. Look, Dion just got there. He just got there. Give him some time. He said it best. This is the worst we're going to ever be. So for y'all, for, y- you better get him now. And he's absolutely right. You better get him now. Because maybe a year from now, two years from now, they're going to be something to deal with. And I and I think a Power 5 school is the only kind of school that can really put a hit on, like, put, put a put a beating on, on on them like that. I don't see another team being able to do that, not no this non-Power 5 school. I had them losing three games all year. I had them losing to Oregon. I had them losing to USC. And I don't think they can beat Utah. Now, everybody else can be had by them because they are a good football team. They have made a lot of noise. They going to make a lot of noise. They going to get some recruits. Once they get some some boys up, some hog mollies up front, offense and defensive side of the ball, you watch what happens. And they going to start knocking some heads. Power fives too. It's just Oregon is a buzzsaw. What one of the be- I don't know when Bo Nix is going to get out of college, but he's seen – there's not a defense in college football that he hadn't seen. He is highly experienced. For those of y'all that are not familiar with Bo Nix, let me tell you something. This brother has been in college since Cam Newton left Auburn. Don't ask me how. Now, Cam Newton got drafted in 2011. It is 2023. How that brother has been around that long in college between Auburn and Oregon is beyond me. Don't ask me how he did it, but doggone it, the brother is still there. So, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea how he's doing it. But regardless, he got plenty of experience. So, I, I there's no shame in losing to a team like Oregon. There's no shame in that. And I guess they're probably going to get put out of the top 25. Okay, that's fine. They still going to win games. What y'all going to do, put them right back in? Okay. Because, be honest, I don't know if it's 25. Despite them getting their head beat in, I don't know if it's – 25 teams better than Colorado still. I still don't know. I don't think all 25 could just roll through them. Top 10 or top 15, okay, yeah. But them them bottom 25, I think they can get got. I really do. So, I don't think it's I don't I don't think it should be gloom and doom for Colorado. You can still hang your head high. They still going to get wins, and guess what? He said they're coming. And they are coming. They're not there yet. They coming. So I, I don't think it's – I don't think that's the win the, the – you know, I don't think this is the game to really kick them, kick them on. Now, the Broncos, 
You somebody got the answer for that. Ain't no excuse for that ass whooping. Colorado Buffaloes, y'all are just where y'all need to be. Keep your head up. It's gonna be all right. It's about how you follow it up. Well, in the Colorado Buffaloes case, it's what you do after that. And how you lose, how you fight. Say what you want to about the Buffaloes, but they fought the whole time. I can't say that about the Broncos. Can't say that. I won't say that. But uh, Colorado, it's a, it was a rough weekend for Colorado. Rough weekend for Colorado. But don't worry. One of y'all teams are in good shape and have a bright future. That professional team, y'all might want to find John Elway and Shannon Sharp. Because y'all ass in trouble. And I mean in big, big, big trouble. Big trouble. Another team to look out for. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. So we know they lost Trayvon Diggs. I don't think it was a slam. Hit the panic button move. But obviously it was felt. Because they. Well first of all they lost to. In an upset. They <laughs> they lost to the Cardinals. Didn't see that coming. But they, they lost. And uh, that game. First of all I didn't expect them to give up. All them rushing yards. They gave like 200 rushing yards. I didn't expect you to with DeMarcus Lawrence and Michael Parsons up, up front like that and the hog mollies they got up there. I didn't expect them to, you feel you, for them to move the ball on them like that. I didn't see that coming. They actually gave them more rushing yards than passing yards, which is funny considering that Trayvon Diggs, a big part of what they do, is gone. But they And I still think their defense will be good despite them giving up 30 today. I still think their defense is good, but – the thing that made their defense – here's the diff, difference between a good defense and a special defense. A good defense will stop you from scoring. A special defense gets you turnovers and gives you an occasional score. Any given day, a special defense can score the ball for you and put you in plus territory more often than not. That's what they could do because they was a turnover defense. And when you got a defense that's getting turnovers, oh, you got something special. It's cool to get stops. Yes, a lot of defenses out there can get you stops. You know, hell, Carolina can get you some stops. Philly can get you some stops. Buffalo can get, oh, well, they, they got some turnovers today, but that's playing Washington. So, you know, they get you stops. Baltimore's defense will get you stops. The Jets' defense will get you stops. But, oh, when you're getting them turnovers, now we're talking about something special. Now we're getting in the upper echelon of things. You see, now we're getting in that, that 85 Bears category, that 2000 Ravens category, you know, Legion of Boom category. When they giving that thing back to you, oh, now you got something, brother. That's what they, I think that's what they're losing with Trayvon Diggs because Trayvon Diggs was a lot of what, it was a lot of that turnover part. Because I don't think he was giving up too much of nothing. Then they had Stephon Gilmore on the other side. Imagine you as a quarterback and you drop back and you're trying to throw when you ain't got nobody to throw to. Do you know the strength? That changes their whole way how they call plays on defense because now they got to, they can't just sit back and just blitz everything now. Now they got to sit, they got to change their whole thing on how they change their defense because they you can just put Trayvon on somebody and you know he gone. You know that 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 whole thing just just gone. Whoever that receiver is, you just 
good luck trying to get on the ball. Now you got a lot to deal with. And as a result, that's why they can pin their ears back and let them dogs go hunt, go duck hunting. Now you can't do that. Because you're back in, I ain't going to say it's suspect, but it's compromised a bit because, again, you, you just lost one of the best corners of football, so you can't act like it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. I do think they're a good defense, but I think they went from special to good. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying they won't get the occasional turnover here and there, but I, I don't think we're going to be talking about their defense how we was, especially based on what I've seen because now you got people dropping back in coverage, so now you don't have – now you got some gaps that weren't – that previously weren't open. Now you got something else to worry about because you worry – now you got to put people in coverage that you didn't have to before. It changed the whole way how you call defense. Again, I think they can get around it. I think it'll, it'll, it won't last, but if the Cardinals can do that, that that's going to be a problem. That That's going to be a problem. I, now, I still think, having said that, the Cowboys are still better than most teams. Any given Sunday, somebody can be had. So I'm not going to act like that's a panic button move. But it is concerning. You know, sometimes you don't, when, you, when you're dating somebody and you see a red flag, you see them, they ask them where you at all the time. Or, you know, you see they, you see different signs and it'll make you wonder like, hmm. You don't necessarily break up with them off one flag, but you do address it. And it calls for concern because it could lead to a bigger problem. You see what I'm saying? And I think that's what we got to watch out for. Is this going to be a bigger problem? Is this going to be a trend? I still, uh, we don't know. I still think Dallas is going to win the East. I still think they're better than Philly. I still think they're better than most teams. Are they better than the 49ers? I don't think so because currently if you ask me who the best teams in football are, I think it's the Miami Dolphins and the 49ers. So far, they seem like they've got it top to bottom, not a hole in sight. So I don't know if they're, let's beat 49ers good, but I don't think, they're just falling off the cliff and that we're just eliminating from Super Bowl contention. I don't think that window's over. Now, I might be right. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm calling it how I see it. But uh, by the way, yes, indeed. Welcome again for another edition of the Calling How I See It show. Come on in. The water's just fine. <laughs> now, like I was saying, um, yeah, I don't know if I, – I, I don't think they – I don't think they're – they're out of the Super Bowl race because, again, what have you seen in the NFC that could just you could just say they're definitively better than the Cowboys? Outside of the 49ers, who we talked about before, is it Philly? Philly doesn't quite look the same. I don't think – I think they're having like a – I don't know. I feel like they have to run the ball a little more. I think they're trying to do a little too much passing, but that maybe that's me. Uh, the Lions – they're cool. Some people thought they'd be a sleeper team to get all the way to the Super Bowl. Don't know what they was thinking about with that one. But nevertheless, that was a real thing. Does that look like a team that could beat the Super Bowl favorite? Does that look like a team that's better than the 49ers? Does that look like a team that could beat the uh beat the uh the Cowboys? Hell, is I don't know if that's a team that could beat Green Bay. Based on what I've been seeing with Green Bay and the Packers, I don't know if they're gonna win that division. Let alone the damn Super Bowl. I'll get to Green Bay in a minute because, uh, well, I, they're about I, hell. I don't know. I had them winning about five games. They should have lost. They should have lost. But nevertheless, I can't go off. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. All I can go off is what happened. 
And what happened is Jordan Love, Jordan Love, Jordan Love turned it around and he got him in position to win, and that's exactly what they did. Missed field goal or not, Jordan Love put him in a position to where that missed field goal made a difference. Because had Jordan Love not been doing what he did, missed field goal or not, it wouldn't have made a difference. Jordan Love came out in a big way, and I, I wasn't sure what he was going to be able to do. I didn't think he had that in him. I'm not sure Packer fans had that in him. I don't know if if uh, Matt LaFleur knew Jordan Love had that in him. But regardless, he showed something in the fourth quarter, and they came back and won that. And But bringing this back full circle, I don't think the Lions, they, uh, we don't know if they're going to win that division. So Green Bay's not better than Dallas. The Lions aren't better than Dallas. Uh, Minnesota's in a free fall. Lord have mercy there. Uh, I mean, who? Who? What? Would you want to bring up the Saints? You think the I mean, some people are kind of high on the Saints. I'm not. You can say get the hate out your heart if you want to. And if I, if you want to say that, oh, well, Wayne, you just being biased. You like Carolina. You know how you be hating on the Saints. You, oh, you ain't got nothing good to say about the Saints. Every time the Saints come up, you just don't give them no kind of prop. If you saying I got some bias in my heart, you, I'm going to politely tell you to burn in hell. But I just don't think the Saints are better than the Dallas Cowboys, especially when Derek Carr might be might be hurt and you got even with Derek Carr we have we seen enough Derek Carr to know he can't lead a team to anything haven't we seen enough of that already y'all wanted to put the Saints in the Super Bowl every year with Drew Brady with Drew Brees and look where it got you now they got a le- a, a much lesser version of Drew Brees and you think he going to get to the Super Bowl you think they he getting ready to beat the 49ers? You think he getting ready to get the the, the Saints be in a dog fight every week. Every week they be in a dog fight. In a dog fight with the Titans. Dog fight with the Panthers. Dog fight with the uh Green Bay. And they probably going to be in a dog fight if maybe just outright lose depending on what Derrick Carr got going on. So I, I don't I don't know I don't know where people get off on trying to call them a contender. So, but again, back to Dallas. Who's the team? Who's better? You want to say the 49ers? Okay, fine. A lot, a lot of people. Some people thought they was better already. They're still a the class a class a class above a lot of teams in the NFC in the division that's wide open. It's not going to be Atlanta. It's not the Saints. I don't think it can be Green Bay. It's not the Lions. 49ers, fine. Some people thought the Giants was going to be something. It's not them. Who? Who is a team that's going to stop them? Yeah, the Cardinals had a good day. And if I'm wrong, then, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is going to be a trend. Maybe the Cowboys are are going to take a bigger fall than what I realize. Maybe Trayvon is more important than what I do realize. I know it's a big piece. I know it's a big piece. And I know that, uh, and this is going to have to make Dak step up because we've been talking a lot about the Cowboys' defense. When people talk about the Cowboys this year, it's about defense. Offense still just look, you know, right there where they at. Right there where they at. So, Maybe I could be wrong because we did just see him get beat up by the Cardinals. And the Cardinals, I thought, was trying to do a systematic tank job. That's what I thought. I don't know. But 
what I do know is I still feel like it's all about the 49ers and the Cowboys in the NFC. That's what I do believe. But I, I, I'm going to go and talk about the Chiefs too. So shout out to the Chiefs. Shout out to the Chiefs. And I'm, I'm going to shout them out because I, y'all know I don't got the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. I don't. I hadn't really picked a Super Bowl, but I had Baltimore and I guess – kind of changing a little bit because currently I had Jackson. I feel like I've said it. I've said it somewhere. Yeah, I did say it. I had Jacksonville with the number one seed in the AFC. I don't know if I believe that no more, y'all. I think that might be uh, Miami. Now, I don't think that uh, the Chiefs are going to make it to the Super Bowl. I don't. But something I do got to reward them on, the consistency. Yeah, they lost week one, and I, I had the Lions winning that game. But shout out to them for handling business. In a league where all you see is inconsistency up and down, up and down, all the Chiefs go out there and do is handle their business. Yeah, it got rocky with Chris Jones, and it's probably going to be his last year with the team. But they handled that. Yeah, they had receivers that couldn't hold on to anything and cost them a game in week one. But they handled that. And now they look like they can't drop a pass handling that. Travis Kelsey, he had a little problem with his knee. He was hurt. Now he looks good. You know, a lot of people, it wasn't a big deal. But Eric Bieniemy, they, you know, they lost their offensive coordinator. Which, which I mean, I, they say Andy Reid is really the mastermind behind it. But you lose a coordinator, you lose a coordinator. We see what happens to a lot of teams when they lose their coordinator. I mean, look how Dallas look on offense. You know what I mean? Look how Philly looks on offense. When you lose a coordinator, that can be, yeah, that can be a, a devastating blow. Hell, Carolina lost a co- defensive coordinator two, three years ago, Doug McDermott, you know, the coach of the Buffalo Bills. They defense ain't quite looked right since. Coordinators do matter. But no, it seems like no matter what happens to the Chiefs, no matter what they lose, whether they lose a Tyreek Hill contract dispute, which I knew they was going to pay Chris Jones because that, that, it, was, it was getting ready to look like a soul train line down there if, if they didn't get that together because uh, good God. But anyway, they got it fixed. Wide receivers could hold on to it. Got it fixed. And Patty, you know, it, it just goes to show when you got stability and grown-upism, and big dogs up top that know what they're doing, it really makes life easier across the board. So, shout out to the Chiefs. Like, I, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I, I, don't even, I don't think they're going to have a top seed. But they are going to be a tough out. And if I'm wrong about the Chiefs, if I am wrong, and they do end up getting into the Super Bowl, it's that's going to be a team you have to put in the history books. That's going to be a team you have to put in the history books. Because right now, currently, I got Patrick Mahomes as a top five all-time quarterback right now. You know, I got Travis Kelsey in a top five all-time, actually top four all-time tight end right now. So, I, I don't uh, – Shout out to them. I mean, I know it was just the Bears. They beat up on the Bears. But there's something to be said about doing what you're supposed to do. 
There's something to be said about doing what you're supposed to do. But that's all I got, y'all. Oh, oh, oh. Before I go, before I go, I'm going to go and talk about these Carolina Panthers real quick, real quick. I said it was time for the draft, but you know what? I just got reminded that we don't even have a damn pick this year. So we about to be bad for nothing to show for it because we gave up our first-round pick, you know, to get Bryce Young. We gave up DJ Moore and a first-round pick. That pick was for this year. So I hate that. As a Carolina fan, I'm, I'm – I'm trying to not think about it, but man, I, I I just I didn't see us being 0-3. I did not see the Panthers being 0-3. I thought I thought we was gonna make the playoffs. Now I'm not saying I thought we was gonna make a playoff run. I thought we was gonna be like a one and done with a possible upshot of an upset. That's what I thought. We ain't gonna be nowhere close to the playoffs. Our season about to be wrapped up in about here in about three weeks, officially. Because we 0-3 now. Then I think we got teams like the Vikings and Titans, and we play the Cowboys. We we play Miami too. It, it's just it, it's just about we just about to get our head beat in. So I hate that, and I, I I got I got to figure some things out because I got some bets to pay off, and. I I just, I sure enough hate it. I sure hate it. But I I I wish Carolina did something. Something needs to happen at the trade deadline because you can't just keep building for the draft. You keep telling me you're an aggressive owner. Yeah, he has made some moves. He 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 gonna make some moves now. But I think something has to happen at the trade deadline. I believe this trade deadline is gonna be special for for teams like Carolina and teams like championship contenders. Like, for instance, if I was the Chiefs and I see what's going on, I would try to go after a superstar wide receiver. I would try to go after a Mike Evans or I would try to go after a Devontae Adams because I don't think either one of them are happy. And or quiet as kept, I would try to go for a Justin Jefferson. Because for whatever reason, I kind of feel like he might be available. For what I can't prove that, but I just feel like he may be more available than what's advertised because I don't know because we know the Vikings aren't going to be contending for nothing no time soon and I don't know how funny they are about spending their money and Justin Jefferson's about to reset the whole world when it comes to the wide receivers so I don't know if the Vikings want to put that kind of price tag on somebody and they're not going to be winning so I feel like he may be up for grabs too and I feel like hey why not Carolina, <laughs> who y'all paying? We ain't got to pay Bryce Young. <laughs> who else on the books? We ain't got nothing else to pay. You're not going to pay J.C. Horn. He can't stay healthy, so that's we're going to have to replace him. Who you – where your money going? Why not y'all break the bank? You already got your franchise quarterback. Y'all keep telling me Frank Wright is a coach that can turn this thing around. So if you really want to win – 
doggone it, Carolina, let, let, let's, let's do it. Let's try to get active in the trade market. Let's try to do something. Let's try to make some moves. Let's try to turn this thing around. We just going to get beat up in the NFC South every year? We ain't did nothing since 2015 of legitimate basis. We the Carolina Panthers. We ain't the Arizona Cardinals. We ain't the Denver damn Broncos. Come on now, we got to represent around here. Let's get aggressive. Sometimes you got to go out on a limb because that's where the fruit is. Fortune favors the bold. So if you really think we can do something, if you want to try to capitalize, doggone it, let's capitalize. If if we not if we not gonna have a pick, we making sacrifice. So doggone it, we can't back out now. Let's if we sacrifice, doggone it, let's try to hedge our bets and try to make something happen. Let's try to make a trade. We can do this. Come on now. Shit. Now, I might be right about that. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm just calling it how I see it. But in the meantime, I'm out.